0: Hi, everybody. My name is Dr. Man Kit Lee. I'm here with my really good friend and colleague, therapist Diana Chu. Uh, We're here in San Francisco, both of us psychological practitioners. And um, yeah, hey, Diana, how are you doing today?
1: Hi, Lee. Um, It's been a good day. The weather is pretty good outside. It's like a morning show now, (laughs) it feels like. I
0: I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about because it's like (laughs) 95 degrees outside my door. And I'm not built for hot weather. I am not. I'm not at all built for hot water. Oh so, man! I know. I
1: love hot weather. So
0: okay. Like, you know. You know we can't be friends anymore, right?
1: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> just colleagues, no friends anymore.
0: Oh, no, we can't be friends anymore. Just colleagues, because you know. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, it's interesting because we are allowed to disagree on certain on on things and still, you know, have a really good friendship. And I think today. We can test our friendship based on the topic we have on hand. And that is mm. the cancel culture, right? The
1: so the cancel culture, the
0: cancel culture. So, um, so, so long story short, what the cancel culture is is a new phenomenon, right? In the, in the, the year 2020, 2019, I think it's been around since 2017. I'll be around 2019. Yeah. So essentially, yeah. the idea is that if someone has, uh, Public forum, right? And people listen to them. So we're talking about mm-hmm. celebrities and they're to fuck up and say they were to say something very misogynistic, sexist, racist. Um, they would get shut down. They'll get essentially canceled. Um, of course, is a very big thing in the Me Too movement where there's a lot of celebrities mm-hmm. that were caught out and it, subsequently they got canceled. In other words, is they were forcefully removed from their platform and they're to be then their voice are to be disregarded.
1: Yes. So it's um, like just like stop what you're saying. Um, we don't want to hear your voice anymore, and we pull out like for example advertisement or uh, we're, or like a group of people in the social media is going to target that person
0: mm-hmm. and kind of
1: like bully them in some ways and, and say no to what they are saying.
0: In a way, in a way, is is a is a powerful way to silence somebody, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. what are your thoughts about cancel culture? But so before you start, actually, before you thought, I want to throw a little news clip here. Recently, so yeah. J.K. Rowling, right? So all those Harry mm. Potter fans out there, so J.K. Rowling is recently under fire for saying something that's very anti-trans. And as I read her message, she is this pretty anti-trans where she's saying something along the lines of like, you know, only women have vaginas and that trans folks or, um, trans women are not real women. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's something that mm-hmm. she stood by and she believed as part of her, you know, message. And, you know, a lot of the, um, the actors and actresses who were in Harry Potter condemned her messages. and was like, Hey, that's not yes. right. Yeah. And essentially, she, and she, she actually partner of hundred fifty other, um, like celebrities, if you will, and produces like letter for anti cancel culture. Anyway, mm-hmm. so that's the that's the current that's the backdrop element, that you the you backdrop. Want to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, what do you think? What do you think about this whole situation? So, I think
1: I think for a cancel culture, I think there's two parts to it. One is like um, the online element. To it and how powerful our voices are when it's in social media. It impacts how we communicate. It impacts how we think and we feel. Um, then, then the second part is about um, judgment and also can we learn as a person? Right. Um, I, I really believe that people like would grow and and be able to heal and be able to like you know develop themselves in a positive way. Um, and so I think there's always a possibility of like second chances um, mm-hmm. for people. So when, when, when cancel culture happen, um, it could be very jarring as uh, the person who's receiving end of it and, um, and potentially like um, create more shame and guilt and kind of like a defense for them. And that might not actually lead to um, uh, a way that there's dialogue that could produce Or like learnings that could produce it just mm-hmm. kind of like cut down the dialogue And like shut it down
0: mm-hmm. yeah. So I feel like it kind of trims down the dialogue And it yes. eliminates the dialogue more or less Yeah Right. And yeah. Kinda, it's kind of like,
1: like okay mm-hmm. this is your point of view And this is my point of view and that's it
0: yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. How about I, you? I do see a lot of merit in what you're saying And I do believe dialogue is a very important thing And learning obviously is very important at the same time, though, I do feel like having having a a position where you can, you know, where people hear your voice, right? Mm-hmm. Having exp- well, an exposure, but like um, an audience, if you will, mm-hmm. it's, it's a privilege, right? Having yeah. your voice heard is a privilege. Mm-hmm. And it's a power to have your voice heard. And I do believe there is a certain level of responsibility to mm-hmm. be mindful about the message you're conveying, right?
1: So are you saying that, like, if I'm a person who is on the internet with, uh, I don't know, 100K followers, mm-hmm. then my voice is kind of, like, important when compared to a person on the internet with 10 followers? Are you saying that like the 100K followers influencer has to be more mindful about what they're putting out in the world when compared to a f- smaller following person?
0: Oh, absolutely. And especially mm-hmm. not to m- mention the the audience that you have, right? If mm-hmm. you say, let's say it's 100K, let's just say you're 10K, right? Yeah. 10,000 followers. If these 10,000 followers are all impressionable Youths who are looking up to you, then yes, you have a very important responsibility. And since, mm-hmm. go back to J.K. Rowling, you know, she is uh, a children's book author, right? People mm-hmm. grew up, I grew up these stories, right? So yeah. if these elements were to be introduced in her narrative, then if I was a trans person, how would I feel about myself?
1: Mm mm mm-hmm. right? yeah, that's a very um strong example of j. k. Rowling. Um, I think, I think my little Harry Potter fan kind of died a little bit inside when when she, when I read read what what she was talking about, mm-hmm. um her tweets and stuff, but at the same time honoring like able to identify that like, okay, this is the part of her. Um, That is not that great. And then there's another part of her that is okay. And like, there's Mm -hmm. another part, which is like the Harry Potter world that I really love. Um, And, and, and I think that's like something that we have to hold on to for, for at least like for, for like our understanding, I think we could have a higher standard for people in power. Um mm-hmm. especially like J.K. Rowling or or politicians, right? Um or or people who have a huge, huge following. Um, but I wanna really talk uh, also talk a little bit about how and why cancel culture is very effective in a way. Mm-hmm. Um because it kind of increases like uh the social status, like you are you are uh worse than you, I'm better than you, kind of like the differential right there. Can you say um, more?
0: What you mean by that? What you mean by that?
1: So it's it's like like the um the idea of like uh I'm I'm more woke than you because I know these. Oh, things. The,
0: the woke off the, yeah. the woke challenge.
1: Yeah, it's just the like woke, oh, you Olympics. cannot say that. Uh-huh. Yeah, because that's not correct. But I'm woke enough to tell you that. Uh-huh. Right? It kind of kind of like elevated the other person. Uh, when they are calling it out, right? And uh-huh. canceling it. So I, I'm just thinking about those things in terms of like, why is it so effective, right? R- why, why does it have a huge impact uh, on people? And why are people using it uh,
0: mm-hmm. as a, as
1: a, as a way? Um, I think it's also like strengthens like, um, bonds, you know, oh, yeah. especially when we're in pandemic time like uh, oh well we have a, a focused enemy to hate right now um yeah. so that we could like focus on that um so so and and together become that like commoderation like commoder- like how do you say it commoder-
0: commo- comm- yeah i know i know the word you're going for yeah
1: camaraderie yeah commodity um, moderate, of like, yeah mm-hmm. yeah of like okay like we have the same belief and we have the same value and we are gonna condemn those who do not have that yeah
0: you know that kind of reminds <laughs> me of like, the animal farm that book it's kind of like you know we're all woke but some are more woke than others yeah you know um yeah I, I feel like that the concept of wokeness definitely in the recent years have been kind of weaponized in a way. Yes, yes. Yeah? Now, with that said, I, I do feel like there is there's a difference. Mm-hmm. This is idea of being woke in terms of, of truly, you know, f- advocating for social justice. And mm-hmm. that's... Beyond just being very loud and obnoxious and being like the most, you know, pay attention to me situation, but it's doing what's necessary for the for those who are underprivileged, those who are in need, mm-hmm. right? So. In this particular case j k Rowling, yeah it's it's i think it's very powerful that uh, Emma Watson uses her voice to mm-hmm. to to advocate for the trans population, and I believe so did Daniel Radcliffe, also something like that um and I do feel like they're doing it and not in a sense of look at look at me, look at me. But it's kind of it's very consistent with their social advocacy that they've yes. been doing for many years. But then there mm-hmm. are those who are like, "Oh, I can use this as an opportunity to draw attention to myself." Mm-hmm. Right, and, and
1: attention, uh, uh, the the idea of like drawing attention to to themselves, but not the issue in hand.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, so how I'm just this, thinking right? like
1: how I'm just thinking about like the J.K. Rowling, um, you know. Uh, experience or like Mm -hmm. that issue and what is the way that we could actually um, communicate and have a dialogue that would Mm -hmm. actually change the view or the world you know
0: I well this is very hmm, so this is very subjective what I'm about to say I I, in my sense I do feel like J.K. Rowling is um quite of an old school feminist mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh that that's a term for her i i am blanking on it if people call it a, that like their their uh turf I think it's called oh I'm actually blanking on this, but I don't
1: know what you're talking about <laughs> what'm i
0: talking about yeah it's just, i i I'm blanking on term um so essentially this idea is that uh there are feminists who are trans exclusive
1: mm.
0: yeah, so um the idea behind what J.K. Rowan is saying is that um, she might believe. It sounds like she believes that uh, when when biological men, yeah, want to become um, transition to be a woman, then they are not quote unquote real women, and this, mm. there's this fear that if we allow biological men to be a woman, then they will, you know, decrease women's power. Or that will kind of corrupt the feminist movements.
1: Yeah, the fear, right? The fear of of uh, the other person getting more powerful.
0: Yeah, and and I, I I don't blame her. Historically, women have been underprivileged, and historically, women have been systematically devoid of like kind of you know have their power stripped away from them. So I understand yeah. where her fear is coming from. But I think what's happening right now is that she is kind of targeting a population that's even more vulnerable than than what she experiences. But because mm-hmm. they are born with penises, I guess, in a biological male, then there's where the prejudice comes from.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So so how about in a grander scheme of things? Like I, I think like you have a very strong voice already, specifically on like celebrities, you know, or mm-hmm. politicians who have a great fo- big followers, right? How about mm-hmm. like peers? Or someone which do not actually have that much of an influence. What well, do you think about like cancel culture um, in the uh, in in a more of a like social context? Or, or just like okay, mm-hmm. the friend um, did something wrong, and we all learned about it, and um, and we you know kind of kind of like say no to it mm-hmm. in a more public way, right? Like, I, I'm just thinking about, like, how can um, our day-to-day listeners kind of, like, apply to that?
0: That's actually a really good question. And I I like to use, I think I brought this up before, Natler's um, way of managing uh, microaggression. I think that's a very mm-hmm. good place to start. And I'm not going through the whole entire model, but one of the things that Natler, Dr. Natler kind of mentioned is the idea of before you kind of confronting the situation, right? You want to be mindful about, hey, uh, is this something that's safe for me to do physically? Is this something mm-hmm. safe for me to do emotionally? And also, is how will this impact my relationship with the person? Yeah, I think some things are very good to consider. Considering, like, if you have a friend who's saying something that are, you know, sexist, misogynistic, or racist, how can you bring this, you know, to their attention in a way that they don't feel, um, there does not invoke their defenses, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's out of love and not criticism.
1: Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, definitely the taste is a little bit different when compared to like a, a smaller group when compared to like a, a bigger group with like a, a social media presence to it yeah um, yeah I'm not, I'm thinking a lot about shame and guilt
0: tell me more on. about your shame or well, tell me more about your ideas of shame and guilt
1: yeah like like the idea of like how um the person who did something wrong potentially and, mm-hmm. um and receiving and of the cancel culture. And, and I'm just like thinking that it will like actually potentially uh, having a in- very insincere apology letter from that person coming out in the social media mm-hmm. or that the, uh, the other person is going to be like more and more like deviant. Because mm-hmm. because the, the because they become the enemy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's I think it's a it's a it's not a good idea to for that to develop conversations.
0: You know, I guess not. But I think maybe maybe I'm being kind of uh, not callous, but maybe I've been through so many uh, tumultuous situations, yeah. situations recently with all these cancel cultures. The politics and whatnot, I feel personally Mm -hmm. I'm kind of numb Mm -hmm. to it. Kind of like like, over. "Eh." Yeah, but I also I feel like I've at least personally reached a point where I don't really I'm not really there for conversations anymore.
1: Mm.
0: Right? Tell me
1: more about that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sure.
0: Like I I believe black lives matter and I don't Mm -hmm. have any room in my life to entertain anything otherwise. Mm-hmm. Like, but if someone
1: mm-hmm. says, um, which is like, a whole, like you know, a whole different philosophy of like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, uh, not Black Lives Matter, I don't advocate for that. Would mm-hmm. you go out and like, kind of like confront that person? Or just like, you're gonna just stop the, the, the discussion?
0: I'm going to stop the discussion, to be frank. I mean, you again, just this is, just this is more of like a personal it. life, not a, not a work setting. But, right, mm-hmm. if someone is not an ally, I don't – I personally do not, I no longer have the energy to, you know, converse with this individual, yeah. right? Because I know there are an, a lot of allies out there. There's a lot of allies out there. I'd rather put my mm-hmm. energy towards those folks, mm. right? And I also, it kind of goes back to the the cancel culture earlier. And yes, um, I just kind of looked it up real quick. It's TERF. The term is TERF, T-E-R-F, the sense for trans exclusionary radical feminists. And that's Mm. what the folks are calling J.K. Rowling. Similar to the Black Lives Matter movement, if someone is being canceled, if you will, and they're being canceled because they're exclusionary and they're in a position where they are kind of, hurting some, hurting a population that's more disenfranchised, more vulnerable, then my focus is to do what I can to support that group, right? Mm. My focus is not necessarily to correct, if you will, the person's thinking, because it's irrelevant. If they Mm. choose not to be an ally, then they don't choose to be an ally.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also... I do believe, and even with this podcast we're doing right now, that if someone were to be blessed, if you will, or, or given the privilege of having this platform, and you and I, Diana, I feel like we're pretty yeah. privileged having this platform, we can speak out and share our thoughts about fear of being retaliated against, for sure, mm-hmm. like, you no. Know, not. Um, we have a responsibility right for advocacy to 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 make this world a better place now if i had to use this voice and harm somebody i won't be able to sleep with myself at night
1: definitely definitely yeah. and at the same time like i think i think we are human beings continue to grow i think 5 years ago diana or 10 years ago diana is very different from the diana now and and potentially 10 years later like I will hear this podcast and be like, "Oh no, I'm cringing about like what I'm saying, you know, like I what I said before."
0: And, I'm cringing right now. I'm cringing yeah, or, minute yeah. minute. But, you know, I agree with you though.
1: <laughs> yeah. So 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 it's just like um, I think acknowledging that we're growing, and there's also the idea of um, it's okay to make mistakes, and oh, yeah. but it's important to
0: grow. What I would like to hear from J.K. Rowling is this mm. acknowledgement of, of what's happening. This acknowledgement that, yes, trans, trans folks do suffer and trans women are women. I, I would like for her to acknowledge that.
1: Mm, maybe right. 10 then, years later
0: maybe 10 well hopefully sooner <laughs> than later right rather than going all like you know proxy recruitment get 100 people 150 people sign a document saying oh yeah you know we agree with cancel blah, blah, blah. it's like hey you yeah. know i understand that my views are not consistent with other people's yeah. view and i'm going to take some time to you know update myself now she may change her position. Or she may not. But this openness about, hey, I'm a human being. I'm here to learn. I'm here mm-hmm. to grow. And I think it's what is missing in the cancel culture dialogue that, yes, we want people to give a second chance, but I think to deserve the second chance, one has to kind of own up to the humanity like you described.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like a, there's attachment to cancel culture. So you can, like... Like the potential of like the dialogue needs to happen. Right. And the acknowledgement needs to happen.
0: Acknowledgement needs to happen. And and before we close for the day, before we kind of stop off our, our podcast, I want to say if anyone has any problem with anything I said, <laughs> please email me directly. <laughs> and then I would definitely learn and grow from my mistakes. <laughs>
1: And and also to the Diana and Doctor Lee. Ten years later, yeah, we're we're doing whatever we can now and um putting information out in the world and sharing our point of view. And I'm pretty sure that it's going to change in ten years.
0: You know what? I think that's a fantastic way to think about things. So, for everybody, we'll see you. We'll talk to you again next week. But hopefully, we also talk with you 10 years from now and we can revisit this episode and see how that looks like. (laughs) Take care, everyone. Stay safe.
1: Take care.